Hello, heroes and dreamers. I am Peaches, your host today on Campbell's Corner. How would you advise somebody to tap that spring of eternal life, that joy that is right there? Well, we're having experiences all the time, which uh, uh, may, on occasion, render some sense of this, a little intuition of where your joy is. Grab it. No one can tell you what it's going to be. I mean, you've got to learn to recognize your own depths. Hello again. We're back. It's me. If you don't know me by now, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> joking. It's Peaches. Surprise. I have a fantastic guest with me. Gina Timberman. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Peaches. Woo. It's an honor, a pleasure to be here. I've been looking forward to sitting down with you in the studio and just happy to connect and share what I can. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I was, yeah, looking forward to this. Um, yeah, so today, listeners, special, special people, we're going to be talking about creation stories. There are so many. Let's dive in. Um I guess I'll go first and kick us off. Please. So I was agonizing about what creation story to talk about because I was like, again, there's so many. There's so many different varieties. There's, I mean, and all I could think of was my mom and dad. They both came from like Christian or Catholic backgrounds. Right. But we never went to church, never did any of that. So it was like I didn't really have that much of a connection with it. And they, you know, I mean, it was passing like, oh, yeah, no, there's this. What's God? Oh, yeah, we talk about this. And he made it in seven days. And da, 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 da. I was just like, oh, okay, okay. And then you grow up and you hear more. And then, um, but I wasn't really connecting with it. I like learning about them because they're interesting and they're, they're all so different. And then I was like, but I don't really, I don't know which one to share for this. So then I started thinking more and I was like, man, all I could think of was all the books I would read as a kid right. and all the fantasy books and all the, you know, wizards and stuff like that. And then, you know, because it's I'm a nerd and I go back to that. <laughs> and and any fantasy story worth its salt has a great creation story. So I was like, OK, let's go back to basics, go back to the greatest and the biggest, Mr. Tolkien himself. Right, from Lord right. of the Rings. <laughs> so here is the. I knew Lindale, which I'm probably saying it wrong, but I tried really hard. <laughs> Here we go. The I knew Lindale recounts the creation of Arda, uh, which is the name of the earth in fancy speak for them, <laughs> by the deity Eru Iluvatar. The story begins with a description of the Ainur, which are like sort of like angels, but not really. It's, I'm not really sure what holy ones, I think, or something like that. As children of Iluvatar's thought, they are taught the art of music, which becomes the subject of their immortal lives. The Ainur sing alone or in small groups about themes given to each of them by Iluvatar, who proposes a great plan for them all, a collaborative symphony where they would sing together in harmony. Although the Ainur embody Iluvatar's thoughts, they are expected to use their free will to assist the development of the Great Plan. The most powerful of the Ainur, Melkor, is introduced to the music. Although his loud and vain music disrupts the harmony, Iluvatar stands, smiles, and raises his left hand to begin a new theme. 
When Melkor again spoils the second theme, Iluvatar raises his right hand sternly to begin a third. Melkor tries to corrupt this theme again with the volume of his music, but it is powerful enough to prevent him from succeeding. Iluvatar ends the music, chastises Melkor, and leaves the Ainur to their thoughts. And then after this, they basically, like, their music becomes so in sync and harmonized right. and beautiful that it creates the world and then elves and dwarves and men pop up and it's right, all great. Right. And then some of them come down and are like, I actually kind of like this place. I think I'll stay. And, right. And then we get the grand tale that came from that. <laughs> right. Right. But, I love that story. I love how, because I think, um, because what was forming in my mind when you mentioned creation, stories of creation or origin, um, I was thinking of it from an indigenous cultural perspective, and I'm really grateful that you started out with that story because um, it gives a lens to the diverse way we can speak about um, thoughts and concepts of origin mm. um, from the fantasy or fantastical uh, into these, um, you know, different ways that we embrace creativity and um, different wonder about connection and um, the magical way in which we relate to the world around us. Mm -hmm. And um, and it's thinking about that as like a bookend to many books and ways to talk about from many cultural historic perspectives from, you know, stories we learn from as kids, what we read and, you know, popular culture, um, stories that people will tell us about, you know, like little creatures in the forest or, you know, other things. Yeah. Um, We've and talked also, about critters yeah, a lot. Here. Right, right, right. Who doesn't like talking right? about critters? You need and any, yeah. and everything. <laughs> you need any material to talk about a critter. Right. Um, and then to um, thinking of the other bookend on the other side of different perspectives and books as stories of origin or creation as these sacred ways of of a narrative mm. that are really important in terms of that are really based really show these stories that share more about science or um these stories that show more about truth and science than they lend to you know myth or fantasy mm. mm-hmm. and so there are so many different ways of looking at origins for many native people for indigenous cultures um, cultures and there are so many different origin stories and you know I'll talk a little bit about ours and how it informs me today but we can all gain something when learning an origin story, mm-hmm. whether it relates to us or it's someone else's. Mm-hmm. It you it tells you so much about how one's worldview, how they could relate from an art perspective culture. You know, I was hearing mm-hmm. that in mm-hmm. the story that you were telling, um, the way that they organize that place in the world. And so for Choctaw people, I'll speak very broadly, and there are, you know, different perspectives with a lot of origin stories, and, mm-hmm. and I'll, you know, share that. But for Choctaw people, um, the people that later became known as the Choctaw people, for ancient, you know, from the from the from our origins, and if you look at this large land base that was around, you know, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, for our people. You know, we were in the dark, and then there was this cave, and then we emerged into light out of this beautiful mound that was our mother mound, Nanawaya. And so 
um, knowing that origin story and it, in learning about that environment and then later the story that comes after um, our origins. Um, it, it's a very complex story, but um, in more recent times, removal, the forced um, federal acts of removal mm. that you know uprooted our people, dislocated, and we moved our um, people to what is now Oklahoma, that, that for, forced journey. And so that gives a lot of perspective about how we organize from ancient times, from leadership style, the relationship we have to animals, um, the relationship we have to one another in knowing that leaders from ancient times to present day had really difficult decisions to make to keep our people together. Mm -hmm. And that has enabled that narrative, um, cultural preservation, the narrative to continue, our stories to be told, and even the capacity now in a new land that, you know, we got a sense of rebirth in what is now Oklahoma, and that is our home. Oklahoma, even being, <laughs> you know, Choctaw, whereas red people, and creating a place like the Choctaw Cultural Center to tell the story of how we came to call what is now Oklahoma. Oklahoma home, but also to share our origin story through the exhibition. And so that really shares this continuum that um, is so important, I think, for all cultures mm. of we have a traditional identity and a past and an origin. Mm -hmm. And um, there is this disconnected chain. Today, we are still expressing ourselves. And so those origin or creation stories, they really gave instructions or a framework for relating not just to the earth, but to this natural world, to the animals and to one another, that I think is so important. I love the fact that you're, um, you're sharing, um, you know, this topic with the audience. Yeah. And I think that creation stories, like you said, I mean, like the organization, the cultural ties that you get, like everything, each one is super important to that culture. And just by hearing that story, you get a good look into who they are as a people right. or things like that. So like going back to the Lord of the Rings, I right. mean, it's like you read the, you hear about the, just how he organized it, so to right. speak. And then it really informs how even the characters in the book interact with each other. Like right. music is super important in the, in the you know, speckled here and there throughout right. the books. And it gives it that extra little bit of like, oh, this is real. This feels real. But right. then, you know, we went to, or me and, I took me and Jazz and my mom, we went to the First Americans Museum. Yeah, yes. Uh, when there was the, uh, what was it, the... In Digipop, yes. that's what it was. Yes, thank you, Jazz. What an awesome! <laughs> it I mean, was that, so cool. What an awesome program. <laughs> it was so on. fun. Oh my gosh, we had a blast. And I'm so glad you had fun. <laughs> it was so good. And we went into the um, through the actual museum portion of it, and we sat in that room that mm -hmm. was the big circular room that was telling the stories. And we didn't sit through the whole thing, but I was like, I looked at my mom because we were like, we wanted to see all the rest of the stuff, right. and we wanted to go back to Digipop and all this other stuff. And, oh, and I was like, I could sit in there and I could listen to those forever i would i would happily listen to those stories for an hour or however long that it <laughs> that it goes through all of the stories cuz and for, it it goes through quite a few yes it does and well it goes to four and you know that was a just an incredible 
Um, part of the pro, I mean, there's so many special ways in which I could talk about the meaning of working on different aspects of the first Americans Museum from the 90s to, to now. But I'll tell you that Origins experience. So we had an ex this exercise, which was a beautiful one, where the team went to every tribe and began conversations about, you know, on this map of what is now the continent, you know, this continent. Um, but, you know, if can you place your point of emergence on to the earth and that map in the gallery of just identifying just like these you know kind of vague general areas um, are really cool and the conversations that we would have um, with some very detailed stories with others you know understandably um, not as detailed stories about uh, the creation origin the emergence into this world mm -hmm. and that was a really beautiful experience having those conversations and then going through and getting kind of these diverse um, stories from you know the Caddo people of the earth and you know you brought up music you know I think of you know the Caddo drum you know and mm -hmm. in, in, in how they talk about their story or and the, the voice of the people telling and the songs that were in the language that comes into play um, when you learn an origin story. And then, you know, the Oto people, the Oto Missouri people, and, you know, you have the Yuchi people. And, you know, there are many different Pawnee people. You begin to learn oh, this is why the star knowledge is important. You mm -hmm. learn about origin stories from a mm -hmm. tribe. This is why, you know, the relationship to the water to some people, the Here's relationship to the that, earth. Yeah, I mean, different ways in which other tribes will talk about, um, you know, the animals and how, you know, integral these animals. And you, you start to realize that that is somewhat of the of that, um, th those instructions, that fr that's framework of that's why they wear this, mm. their regalia, or this is why that song is important. This is how that, you know, different people express themselves through language. There are origin stories that are told for days. And so, and just and to know, just to have that blessing and gift yeah, to be a part of, mm. you know, learning pieces and learning what we did in creating that space was really, really special. And I could sit through it over and over again. So I hope you do too. <laughs> I, no, I'm so excited to go back. And it's like, right. yeah, we keep telling right. everybody about and it. We're like, go there, go there. If you like museums and if you like to learn things, go. Thank you. So, and yeah, you two listeners, we're telling you go. <laughs> right, <laughs> you're in Oklahoma right. City, go see it. Right. But yeah, and, and it makes me think of um, while you're talking, it was, um, I can't remember the story now, but it was a Mongolian story or something. But they're very, they, they passed down their traditions audit or orally. Right, there we right. go and there was this one that was talking about the it's like this long ballad and like speaking of singing right. for days this i mean this is like a it, it goes on so long and it keeps not changing but it, it stays relatively the same and it just depends on the person singing it and putting in their right. flares and stuff but it talks about why they have this particular violin it talks about mm -hmm. why they love horses it talks about all the all the important things and it's right. like such unique interesting stories and i like too how um i was trying to think too about how certain cultures like i know like western cultures have more of a not a disconnect from nature but but kind of because mm -hmm. like like um 
I was thinking about the story of Adam and Eve oh, right. in the garden and how it, you know, they broke away from the garden and how it became the the the, the fruit of knowledge is right. no longer. It's something that they shouldn't, right. you know. And then after that, it became more about um, connection to themselves and how they can control nature almost in a way right. or like conquer it. Right. Whereas like other other origin stories mm-hmm. deal or are more like like being literally birthed from right. the earth or connecting to it in some way. <laughs> I I there's um, Joseph Campbell, who this show is named after. He has mm-hmm. a story or I mean, a, a TV show called The Power of Myth. And mm-hmm. it's a great show. And he talks very in depth about uh, a lot of there's a whole episode dedicated to creation stories. Right. It's a great listen right. if, or a read. It's also a book. but um, And he kind of goes into that distinction, too, about how, and again, it's just the snapshots of culture and right. how it just it's totally different depending on <laughs> where you go. But, yeah, that's what I started thinking of. Like, right. And also that um, importance of faith, mm-hmm. no matter what, you know, spiritual, you know, connection you have to the community culture people around you. Um, that sense of that trust, that if that's its own kind of natural democracy in mm. and of itself, you know, that natural mm. power of, um, you know, it's really beautiful to see that um, that continuing affirmation, reaffirmation that many, you know, cultures, um, Native and, you know, indigenous cultures um, do to have that, have that, that construct, that... Um, I don't know, that uh, framework of tradition and ceremony mm. that keep it present in, in life, mm-hmm. um, whether it's through, you know, a ceremony, dance, song, prayer, making, you know, teaching, you know. Um, someone would say, you know, a Choctaw elder said, they say we didn't have a written language, but, you know, my mother, she was weaving this basket and every part of that story she was telling to me about our people was woven into that basket. And so that becomes its own language. We talked about that oral tradition, but that story tradition lives on through different ways in which we express ourselves consistently Mm. in life. Interesting. I thought of um, rosary beads. Right. My my yes. uh, grandma and, and my whole mom's side of the family yes. had rosary beads. And I mean, you, you go through the rosary. You, right. It's, but it's like a different sort of uh, hearkening to faith because mm-hmm. that seems more. I mean, it's, I guess, tied to prayers which is tied to the scripture which is tied to traditions right so it's like and belief systems mm -hmm. and belief systems Mm -hmm. but it's like yeah it's interesting how each culture has those different callbacks to those things in the different ways of of reminding ourselves of those different traditions it's a ways of respect Mm -hmm. you know we we say this a lot those relationships you know relationship to one another relationship to the animals and a natural world relationship to the creator, you know, relationship to, you know, you know, the universe and, um, you know, the respect that we show through different um, actions, activities and honoring ways Mm -hmm. in which we honor um, the responsibilities 
that one has to protect and to continue. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a part of that continuing, that that continuum. You know, Mm -hmm. we are part of this disconnected chain of the past um, and the future. Mm -hmm. And so you're part of that. Um, And then, yeah, the reciprocity, that cyclical exchange of just giving and sharing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, someone said to me one time, it's like the, um, you know, that, that your way or your, you could say your community, your tribe, you know, it's like a body that you breathe it in, you breathe that identity, you breathe it in, you know, you can breathe in its different aspects of, of culture, community ways, you know, resources mm-hmm. for, for many. Um, but like a human body that only breathes in, that only inhales, if it doesn't exhale it back, back out like a human body, it dies, mm-hmm. it expires. Mm-hmm. And so that responsibility to for that the reciprocal relationship of the taking in and then continuing into sharing and mm-hmm. to reconnecting, I think is really important through sharing our stories and the ways in which we know the world as cultural people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's well well said <laughs> yes much better thank said you. than i could have thank you no <laughs> gosh yeah i mean and yeah this is one of those things that we could talk about this forever right. and, and if you're interested you could come back and we could totally talk about that. it again <laughs> i would love that but yeah and i think yeah i think if you guys listening are interested go out and chase those stories and find new ones and right learn and I think it's about being curious. Yeah. About being curious about your own culture. Mm -hmm. We have so many people that, for Choctaw people, there are a lot of, you know, our members and others that, you know, maybe they're not a tribal member, but they have, you know, a connected heritage. Um, And maybe they are a tribal member and did not grow up learning about Choctaw culture. Mm -hmm. They may have that one way. Whatever way it is, talking to someone, um, going to visit, you know, places that are important culturally, um, and just being curious and learning. And, right, it's just going out and and talking like we are today. Yeah. Yeah. Just being willing and being open and just have on your listening ears. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Well. Thank you again, Gina, and you guys out there, go see the First Americans Museum, and yeah, we love you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This chapter of Campbell's Corner was brought to you by the Possibilities Podcast Platform.